What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony LeBron finally shaved his head. Tony Kornheiser, that's a bad move. Keep the sides. The sides work for you. Keep the sides. Okay, yeah, you would be the only person in America recommending that. LeBron, kudos. Kudos. You got it right. You got company. Lots of company. As a matter of fact, you're now in the company of the GOAT. Oh, wait. I'm not supposed to say that, am I? Huh? It's your deal. I think the sides look good. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Eagles beat the Vikings. The Mets clinch a playoff spot, and the NBA is set to lower its minimum age to 18. But we begin today with Buffalo suffocating Tennessee last night, 41-7. Buffalo scored the final 34 points of the game. Buffalo's now 2-0. Tennessee's now 0-2. Wilbon, would you rather focus on how good the Bills look or on what's wrong with the Titans? What's wrong with the Titans? The Titans aren't a perennial enough power to start this show with what's wrong with the Titans. That could be for some other show. The Buffalo Bills, who are the betting favorites, so we know people nationally have interest in the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are a worthy topic all the time. Tony, first of all, their history makes them a worthy topic. You know, I talk all the time about having covered the NFL for the Washington Post at a time where I seemed I camped out in Buffalo. And I got to know the Bruce Smiths and the Frank Reichs and the Thurman Thomases. And those guys, I I, I enjoyed them thoroughly. There's a whole list of them, right? And and, and I enjoyed them. Marv Levy, they're a worthy franchise to talk about. And so now that they seem to have it going in this direction, and I know you feel this way, no slight to the Titans who used to be the Houston Oilers and have their own old traditional AFL history. But the Buffalo Bills are worthy. They are kicking people's butts and taking names, and this is exciting to watch right now. I'm going to just get rid of Tennessee very quickly. Tennessee at the moment is nothing, absolutely nothing. Derrick Henry, a great runner, had 25 yards and 13 carries last night. That's less than two yards a carry. Ryan Tannehill had two interceptions and passed for a total of 117 yards. If those two don't give you anything, then you are nothing. Right now, Tennessee is Indianapolis. These are teams with false and inflated expectations. Now I will get to Buffalo. And I do find it interesting what you said when you mentioned the word Las Vegas. You scorn Las Vegas on odds all the time. I do. At the beginning of this football season, you were critical of them saying Buffalo should be the favorite. But I would ask you, and I know what you would say, who else is better than Buffalo right now? And the answer is nobody right now. It's only two games, but it's nobody... It's nobody right no. now. Right, let me just go to my notes for a second. Buffalo opened the season on the road against the Super Bowl champions, the Rams, and pounded Crushed them. them. Then they go home for Tennessee, the number one playoff seed last year in the AFC. Killed they job. destroy them. They yeah. are, and, and let me say this too, Mike, they do this in shirt sleeve weather in Buffalo. Who's going to beat them when it starts getting cold in three weeks? 
in Buffalo. Nobody's going to. They got the Very quarterback. Exciting. They got the wide receiver. They got the pass rusher. They They're do. built for this at the moment. Exciting. And, Mike, they're 55-plus. They got 55 more points than they've given up. And the next best in the entire league is plus 26. So right now, Buffalo looks exactly what people thought they would look like. And to me, Mike, I want to see them play Kansas City every week. Just just go out there, kids. Go out and play. I'll settle for once. I'll settle for once, and let's see how they get. Look, Miami in that division looks worthy. The Jets are better. I mean, you know, come on now. I mean, they they, they got some games coming up. It'll be fun. And last night's other game, the Eagles rolled the Vikings 24-7. Jalen Hurts threw for one touchdown, ran for two more, while Captain Kirk, Kirk Cousins, threw three red zone picks. And his Monday Night Football record fell to, get this, Tony, 2-10. So what's your headline, your takeaway, as they like to say now, from this game? Oh, no, my headline in giant type is Vikings gag. That's the headline. The Minnesota Vikings, when the spotlight is put on them, are one of the worst teams in football. You talk all the time about the San Diego Chargers in the old days, how they took a nap in the middle of the season. The Minnesota Vikings do this. Let me, for emphasis, repeat these numbers. Kirk Cousins is 2-10 on Monday Night Football, and he threw three picks all in the red zone last night. You know... I don't think I, they I assume choked. they prepared for choked. the game. He okay, choked. so that, well, they all, he's the leader of the team. So they stunk. All right, now we'll get to Philadelphia. Philadelphia is 2 0. Philadelphia has beaten 30, by 38 points. They scored 38 on Detroit, and now they scored 24 on Minnesota, which makes them the number one team in the NFC North in a moment. I'm not yet on the bandwagon for Philadelphia. I'm not. Okay. I know a lot of people are. But I will say this about Jalen Hurts at the moment. He's 26 of 31 last night. How much better can you be? He throws for one and he runs for two. Uh, You know, and they say about the Vikings, oh, when Mike Zimmer leaves, where do you see this offense? I watched. I'm waiting. I'm still waiting. Where's the offense? You know, it's interesting, Tom. Hurts and Tua, my God, could could, could those two kids – former teammates who had to share the depth chart and the position for three years. Could they have been any better this weekend, Sunday, Monday tag team? I don't know. Tony, I'll also say I don't know if Philadelphia can be any better. So the question is, are the Eagles this good? That's my takeaway from this. Are the Eagles this good? Can they sustain this? It's too early for bandwagons for me other than Buffalo. I'm going to be on one bandwagon. Can the Eagles sustain what we saw last night? If they can, Tony – they have a real chance of being the best yeah. team in the NFC, the whole conference, not just the division. So I want to see over a period of weeks, Jalen Hurts, is he going to be upright? Is he going to be able to, to, to take those hits the entire season? He is a threat when he's playing like he was last night and efficient at it, prolific and so efficient. So Great to watch. Thank you for mentioning Jalen Hurts and Tua in the same sentence. Because everybody said, are they NFL quarterbacks? Right. Do you know that they're both Alabama quarterbacks? As is Matt Jones. And Alabama quarterbacks, who are apparently easy to dismiss, are at the moment 5-1 and one in the National Football League. And the only reason they lost one is because Tua played Matt Jones. I don't know that any other school can say that right now. Maybe they're ready to play. The athletic reports yeah. 
that the one and done will be history by the 2024 draft. The NBA will lower the minimum age to 18 and do away with the requirement that draftees be at least one year removed from their high school graduation date. Wilbon, how do you expect this to affect the NBA and college basketball? I don't expect it to affect the NBA at all. The NBA gets who they want, whether they get them at 18 or 19 is a worthless back and forth to me. So they, they get them a year earlier. So what? Um, the NBA already has enough kids who come in who aren't ready to play. But this is going to focus on just their availability. And I know that's a big deal for you where there shouldn't be rules preventing them. Fine, you can that's have right. that. I don't, I don't give a damn about that. This is, this is a personal topic. I care about all the kids who are going to try to come to the party who are not prepared and who will never be prepared, never play in the NBA, and then what do they got? That's what I care about, the educational end of this, which no one cares about anymore but me. So that's me. Um, I hope if they allow these kids to go to college, even if they're drafted, then I'll be fine with it, Tony. If you can go back to school because you're not playing in the NBA, regardless of your draft status, can you go back and maintain that college eligibility? I will be fine with this. I don't, I don't see it impacting the NBA whatsoever. Yeah, my first reaction to this is it's about time they did this. You know that I believe it's complete restraint of trade, and you know that I believe that it shouldn't be legal. But you also know that I believe that most people are not ready to go to the NBA out of high school. Because they're not. It is rare that you get Kobe Bryant or LeBron James or Kevin Garnett. And most of these kids are going to fall through the cracks. And so there's a certain amount of pain attached to what I think is the proper legal position. A lot of people will now say that because of name, image, and likeness, kids will stay in school. And some kids will stay in school and make money. But the Zion Williamsons of the world are not staying in school. The top five draft picks are not staying in school because they're going to make a lot more money in the NBA. Is it going to affect college basketball? It's going to affect Duke and Kentucky. I don't know how many other teams it's going to affect in a massive way. Um, Like a lot of kids are still like John Morant, where it took two years to develop and then they were ready to go to the pros. But I agree with you wholeheartedly, Mike, that if people are not drafted or if they're drafted lower than they want to be drafted and they want to play in college, come play. There's got to be and a that's rule on that the NCAA. Play. That's on yes, the NCAA the as long as 100%. it exists, which might only be it's, a minute right. and a half if we're lucky. But the, whatever no. is governing body of college has to let those kids back they in and don't do give us this garbage that's right. about their amateur that's eligibility. Right. Let them play. Let's take a break. But because if you don't, the G League will have 60 teams. Let's take a yeah. break. But coming up. The Mets clinched a playoff berth last night, but did the Astros or Dodgers actually have bigger nights? And which home run milestone is more exciting, 61 or 700? Honestly, if if they can't play, the the G League is going to have to absorb hundreds of people. Well, I'm okay with the G League or college. I'm okay with with either of those because they ain't going to all be in the NBA. They all think they're going to be in the NBA, and they're not. They're not. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. 
Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. It's time for toss-up. Two men enter, one man leaves, finishes the show, rearranges his background in imperceptible ways, and then wonders why no one noticed. I spend a lot of time on it. What's first? Toss-up. It's a three-way. Which team has more to be excited about after last night? The Mets, the Astros, or the Dodgers? The Astros should be excited. They clinched the AL West for the fifth time in six years, and they're still eight games ahead of the Yankees for the number one seed with 14 to play. The Dodgers should be excited. They got 10 strikeouts from Clayton Kershaw. They're the best team in baseball, and they clinched uh, the NL West at this point. But the most excited team, Mike, has to be the Mets because they put the warrior guard, Max Scherzer, out on the mound after his second run on the DL with an oblique strain, and he gave him six perfect innings. 18 batters up, 18 batters down. Six innings, no runs, no hits, no walks. Nine strikeouts. The Mets need Scherzer and DeGrom, or they have no chance. They do, Tone. And as you know, with Scherzer and DeGrom, I I think the Mets may be the best team. I'm talking about in terms of postseason context. But, Tony, to answer this question, I'm going to say the Astros. Because when you look at those teams, all those National League teams, talked about the Dodgers with Kershaw, who right now are the best team. You got the Mets. You've got the Braves, the defending champs. You've got the Cardinals who are always laying in the weeds, ready to kill somebody in October, and people don't talk about them until they have to. And you've got the Astros on the other side who are so clear of the Yankees who were supposed to be the best team. And, Tony, they got the kind of performance from Verlander a few days ago that the Mets yes, got from the Warrior God last night. Yes. It was virtually perfect. Yes. And so, and yep. so I, I yep. think it's the Astros actually – who should feel really as they go into this, they're in the catbird seat in the American League. I think they're head and shoulders. In the American League. Nobody can say that in the National League, Tone. Nobody can say that there. Dodgers can because they're 58 games Uh, over 500 and four teams uh, in the league haven't even won 58 games. uh, What's next? Mets. Toss-up. Which home run number is more exciting, 61 or 700? Here's the case for 700. You hit 700, you join the three greatest home run hitters of all time, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, and Barry Bonds. And please don't tell me Barry Bonds isn't a great home run hitter. Please don't do that. So Albert Pujols would get into exceedingly rare air. But Mike, at my age, in my life, the magic number is not 714 or 61. It's 60 because of Babe Ruth. I remember when Roger Maris hit 61. It was like Roger Bannister breaking a four-minute mile. It was incredible to people. In the 61 years since Maris did that, three people have gone over 61, and they are all widely assumed to have cheated. 
So if you get, if I get to watch Aaron Judge go 62 or higher, that number to me is not tainted. It will be the first time in my lifetime that an honest 62 was accomplished, whereas in my lifetime, an honest 700 has already been accomplished. Yeah, but Tony, for me, and I don't disagree with anything you're saying, by the way, 61 is a New York number. 700 is a national number, even though a New York guy started that, Babe Ruth. Tony, okay. Babe Ruth, he got to 700 in 1935. That number, 700, has been important for much longer than 61, all right? And so and even if you take Bonds out of the equation, and I take him out, sorry, I got Ruth and Aaron. Ruth and Aaron. That's bigger than Maris, Tom. Yeah. It's bi- it just is. And, and, and if we go Ruth, se- Ruth's 700 are bigger than Ruth's 60. So it's, it's 700 to me. Ooh. And that's a national number me. that you don't have no. to just be a New Yorker yeah. to understand or have resonate with you. And I, I think I get 60 that. was I my number. That. And yeah. I think 60 was a national number. I think that. That's it. Let's take one last break. Still to come, three major names in the NHL announced their retirements. And Draymond Green asked something of NBA team owners. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Very. I just felt that, that the biggest number in sports... PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Happy time, people. Happy 24th birthday, Trayvon Diggs, younger brother of Buffalo wide receiver Stefan Diggs. Trayvon Diggs, a local for us, Mike, born in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Played at Alabama, now a lockdown corner for the Cowboys. Diggs was first team all pro last year, led the NFL with 11 interceptions. Last Sunday against the Bengals, Diggs had five tackles when he defended Jamar Chase, held him to two catches for 14 yards. Plus, Diggs made a third down tackle with a minute and change left that forced Cincinnati to punt. Dallas took the ball down the field for the winning field goal. Isn't it nice to talk about a Cowboy who isn't Dak, Zeke, or Mike McCarthy? Look, the combination of Diggs and Micah Parsons, Micah Parsons may be the best defensive player in the NFL, and he's a Cowboy too. With those two guys around for a while, Tone, that defense seems like it's got some big-time anchors. Happy anniversary, Billie Jean King. On this day 49 years ago in the Astrodome in Houston, 
Billie Jean King beat Bobby Riggs in the most anticipated, most watched, and most socially significant tennis match ever played, even though it was a made-for-TV exhibition. The event became the spine of a very good movie a few years back, Battle of the Sexes, starring Emma Stone as Billie Jean and Steve Carell, who looked eerily exact as Bobby Riggs. On a personal note, I got to cover Billie Jean as a player, and I got to talk to her here and there over the years about sports and society, and I always came away admiring her enormously. Tone, I've gotten to talk to Billie Jean King a lot, even more so over the last 20 years than the first 20 when she was finishing her career. I think she's an American hero. I, I don't care yeah. about that match. I never cared about that match. The match to me didn't do justice to Billie Jean. People remember the match. We just showed it. Billie Jean King's career, her real tennis career is just unbelievable. And she's a GOAT. And so I, I care about that and just who she is as a person to the American sport culture and American culture overall, an American hero. Happy trails to Keith Yandel, P.K. Subban, and Zdeno Chara. All three standout defensemen have announced their retirement. Yandel, 36, is retiring after 16 NHL seasons and the longest consecutive game streak in NHL history, 989 games from 2009 until March 29, 2022. Subban, 33, retiring after 13 seasons and the Norris Trophy in 2013 as the league's best defenseman. Subban won a gold medal on the Canadian Olympic team in Sochi. Chara, 45, is retiring after 24 seasons and the Norris Trophy in 2009. At 6'9", Chara cast a giant shadow on the ice and was the Bruins' captain on their Stanley Cup championship team in 2011. Chara's next stop is the Hockey Hall of Fame. It is, Tony. Subban just seems too young to me to be retiring, but he's so great on the, the telly. He's great in television. Maybe he's just ready to start that career. He's not going to stick around like Brady or Chara until he's 45. And a melancholy trails to Maury Wills. The Dodger great died yesterday at age 89. Wills was the Dodger shortstop on three World Series champions, seven-time All-Star, two-time Gold Glove, and the National League MVP in 1962. But mostly, Maury Wills was a terror on the base paths. Wills led the league in steals six straight years in an age when the stolen base was a significant offensive weapon. Wills had 586 stolen bases in his career, and in 1962, his MVP year, Wills set a record of 104 steals, breaking Ty Cobb's previous record of 96. He was a 281 hitter over 14 seasons and holds the distinction of being the first MLB player ever to bat on artificial turf when he had a leadoff single for the Dodgers against Houston in the Astrodome on April 18, 1966. Tony, Maury Wills wasn't just a base dealer, even though that's what we know him for. As you mentioned, the 281 hitter, he was a great all-around player on some great teams. 62, to beat out Willie Mays, your idol, for MVP. Wow, that's, that's, a, that's a handful. Let's go to the big finish if we could. Let's do it. Draymond Green asked for NBA owners to vote on whether to terminate Robert Sarver as owner of the Suns. Your thoughts? Put some pressure on the owners, Tony. That's what Draymond has done. Let's see where it goes from there. I like him thinking this thing forward. The Angels were officially eliminated from the playoffs. Your reaction? They spent a lot of money. They get no results. They've got Otani and Trout, MVPs. They've never, each of them never won a playoff game. The Avalanche and Nathan McKinnon agreed on an eight-year extension that will make him the highest-paid player in hockey. Does that make sense? It does. I'm a little surprised. I mean, he's a terrific two-way player, consistent year after year after year. 
But the best player, maybe not. I don't think so, but he's getting paid like it. The Bucks signed receiver Cole Beasley. Is that significant? Chris Godwin is out. Mike Evans is being suspended. If the appeal doesn't go, they need a receiver. He's a sure-handed receiver. Last one, the Guardians and White Sox start a three-game series tonight. How are you feeling about that? The White Sox can make up for all the underachieving of an entire season. They need to sweep Cleveland they gotta in sweep. Chicago. Sweep. That's what they, they need. They got to sweep. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time. And I am Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcast. Neville, don't you put that ball on eBay signed by Maury Wills with your dad. Don't you do it. Now, here's Sports Center. Neville's not going to do that. He better his not. Ball. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.